for more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so back here in Moraga, BYU top seven. Ozzie Pratt pops up the first pitch he sees from Ryan Wiltz. And the shortstop will handle. Pop up to short, retires Ozzie Pratt. Top of the order now due up for BYU. BYU one out here in the top of the seventh. Cougars three. And Gales one is our score. Jack Sterner, by the way, his career high in strikeouts before today was seven against St. Mary's last year. Last year. And he's already up to ten on the day. This may be his longest outing of the year as well if things keep going well. Six and a third is his long outing. He's through six complete. We'll get you the discount tire on the rubber report for both teams here in a moment. As Hayden Latham takes ball one from Ryan Wiltz. Discount tire presents on the rubber. A look at both teams' pitching numbers. Curveball from Wiltz. The ball. Hayden Latham hits with one out here in the top of the seventh. BYU up three to one. That's in for strike one. Two balls and a strike. Scoreboard shows one and one. The count is two and one. There you go. Now match. Two balls and a strike to Latham. Walk, strikeout, and a flyout for Hayden today. The 2-1, he squares, pulls back, and takes strike two. So pitching numbers for St. Mary's today. Six in the third, pitched eight hits, three runs, three earned runs. One base on balls, six strikeouts. 102 pitches now from St. Mary's pitchers, up to 105 on Latham. Latham puts it in the air to left. And foul down the left field line. Yeah, Count stays two and two. Just out in front of that fastball. BYU pitching. Jack Sterner's gone six complete, four hits, one run. It was earned. Has struck out ten. New career high. Has not walked or hit a batter. BYU three and St. Mary's one. That's on the rubber. Brought to you by Discount Tire. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. The two-two from Wills to Latham. Righty v. Righty. And he swings at a high fastball and misses. And that's a strikeout for Latham. Stri second stringing, swinging strikeout on the day for Hayden. And Wiltz maybe hasn't had Sterner stuff, but he's been very, very good he's since coming really in good, in relief yeah. of, of Sam Bauer. Mixing it up well and good pitchers. Seen two really nice pitchers on the hill today. The empty count, two out, no one on, and that's curveball in on Brian Call. Call with a single, stranded at third in his last at-bat. So one for three today, pop-up, strikeout, and single in his three at-bats. Fouls the second one back in the box. No battle here. Ryan Wiltz on the mound, and Brian Call in the batter's box. That's high for ball one. One and two is the count. Scoreboard is not our friend today. So the count's one and two. Scoreboard says one and one, but we'll go one and two with two out, and the base is empty for Brian Call, top seven. The kick and fire from Wiltz comes down the middle with it, popped up in the infield. 
Second baseman will let the shortstop column off, and the shortstop Campos will handle it. We go to the seventh inning stretch. It is brought to you by Mountain America. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Through six and a half, it's BYU three, St. Mary's one for BYU in the top of the seventh. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. Cougs three, Gales one. Bottom seven next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Back in Moraga, bottom seven, ball one, no strikes to Chris Santiago. Count 2-0 from Jack Sterner to Santiago. Jack Sterner stays on the hill into the seventh. His long outing of the year, tucking a six and a third. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I'm like, can he get through this one? 2-0 behind Santiago and pipes it in for strike one. So Jack has just thrown his 84th pitch. His season high is 86, so perhaps it's a day for season highs. He's already got a career-high 10 strikeouts. 2-1. Chopper. Deming handles off the high hop, collects, fires, and that's one gone. So the 5-3 ground out starts the bottom of the seventh for St. Mary's. BYU with a lead through six. And the Cougs on the year are perfect when leading through six. 10-0 is their record when taking a lead to the seventh, as they've done today. We'll see if they can hold it. It's a tight one. 3-1 is the score. BYU three runs on eight hits. St. Mary's one run on four, and that stays high in the zone for ball one. To Gavin Napier. Napier singled and was picked off base in the second and struck out in the fifth. One of Jack Sterner's 10 Ks on the day. Another ball from Sterner. Two balls and no strikes. That's a swinging strike for two and one. Scoreboard shows one and one. It's two and one. There we go. Keep attacking the ball down, Jack. Scott Napier at two and one. One out, no one on. BYU by two, and that's fouled down the out line. Of out of play. On the first baseline, it'll go to two balls and two strikes. Even count for Sterner. If Sterner records this out, he will officially have his longest outing of the season. He's, he's already right his, already his high pitch count on the year. This will be his 90th pitch. The wind up and delivering just low and away from ball three. The count goes full. Well, no freebies here. Go right at him. That's a walk. First one of the day. So, pitch stayed low for Jack, and he issues his first free pass of the day. The tying run comes to the plate, and Blake Mann. Mann popped up to second in the fourth, singled and scored the Gales' lone run in the fifth. So, Jack is through six and a third, tying his season high, a uh, season long outing. We don't have a bullpen. A, a, yeah, you can't tell. Yeah. I'm watching the coaching staff to see their, yeah. their body language. Empty count, one out, one on. Good time for a double play here. We'll throw back to first. Yeah, great time for a double play. We haven't had one yet today. Nope. Three ground outs. Come on. 
The open stance from Blake Mann. Jake needs to settle. I'm oh, sorry, Jack needs to settle down here. One ball, no strikes. First pitch ball to Mann. Napier's on first. Man in the box and Wingett on deck with back-to-back -back strikeouts for Wingett today. One ball, no strikes. One out, one on. BYU by two. Tying run at the plate in Blake Mann. Man chops it There's to Watkins. Ball. The scoop to second for one. The fire to one. Love first it. and they got the DP Fantastic. the first of the day. It was a good time for it. It was. We, we knew it was coming. <laughs> and the Cougs are out of the seventh inning. So on the six, four, three, DP, we are through seven. BYU three, St. Mary's one for the Gales. No runs, no hits, no errors, and no one left on base. Cougs take a two-run lead to the eighth inning on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Okay, that's good. Whoa, whoa, Dave. Sorry, I'll go grab some paper towels. You can't let Dave pour things. He works at JCW's. They fill stuff up past the brim over there, like their milkshakes. They're thick, rich, and oh my gosh. Delicious. Oh no. Dave's filling up Crystal's car for her. Dave, stop. Hey, this is Clark for JCW. Stop into any of our five locations today. We're located in American Fork, Thanksgiving Point, Provo, South Jordan, and our new location in Harriman. Come in and see why at JCW's we believe in quality and a lot of it. When you walk into the immigration law offices of Wilner and O'Reilly, the first thing you receive is great service, and you'll leave confident that your problem will be solved. Our lawyers are required to be up to date, scholars, thinkers, and are on the forefront of immigration services. Wilner and O'Reilly is a full service immigration practice with eight office locations, helping people achieve their dream of living in the United States. Learn more at wilnerandoreilly.com. Wilner and O'Reilly, immigration solutions for Utah and abroad. Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard here. Happy birthday, Chef. Thank you. On the latest BYU Sports Nation, is it easier this year for BYU to make a New Year's Six game or sometime in the Big Bump? On the next episode of BYU Sports Nation, we'll give you the recap you need from the BYU football alumni game, including interviews and results from our fantasy football draft. Listen on demand, Google BYU Sports Nation podcast, or tune in live at noon Eastern for BYUSN, always here on BYU Radio. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We're in the top of the eighth inning here in Moraga. BYU with a two-run lead. It's a tight conference affair here between the Cougs and the Gales. Mitch McIntyre leads off BYU's eighth. And Ryan Wiltz, who stays on the hill, loses the cap again as he delivers it in the dirt for ball one. He needs some insurance runs right here. Yes, indeed. The cap's off the head as much as it is on with Wiltz. It's almost about 95% of the pitches he throws. <laughs> Comes off. Back-to-back -back hits for McIntyre. Curveball just didn't drop down enough. It'll be ball two. Two balls and no strikes to McIntyre. He flew out to center in the first. Triple stranded in the third. Single stranded in the fifth. It's been a while since we've had a leadoff hitter on besides Jake's home run. That's fouled out of play for strike one. I think it's two and one. It is two count, and one. Yeah. Scoreboard's just going to be a little high behind today. There yeah. you go. So McIntyre with that uh, triple in the third extended his hit streak to six games. He leads BYU in so many categories. On-base percentage runs, hits, doubles, triples, stolen bases. Left-handed bat, righty on the hill. The 2-1. Mm, didn't get the call. Three balls and a strike to McIntyre. I mentioned that uh, with the next hit by pitch, he would have the BYU tied the BYU record. 
I'll tell you who he's tied with here in a second. He's at 28 hit by pitch for his career. Three and one. And that 3-2 is appetizing, but popped up and out of play beyond the BYU dugout. So with 28 hit by pitch, he's tied with Brock Hale. Okay. For third. And then uh, first place is occupied by Jeff Heastand and Matt Carson. A couple Cougs of the early 2000s. And they both had 29? 29, yeah. So with the next one, he'll tie those guys. And by the way, with his next, uh, with his next walk, he'll be in the top 10 in career walks. The guy in second place in career walks is somebody you know pretty well. 3-2 to Mitch. Good pitch. And takes it for a base on balls. And with that base on balls, yeah. he's now tied for 10th all-time in career walks. Second place on that list is one Mike Littlewood. Oh, I didn't know that, actually. <laughs> I did remember that. We were giving him a hard time a few years ago, and uh, that was brought up. So Mitch has now reached safely in three consecutive at-bats, the on-base percentage leader for BYU, buttressing that number. Back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back reaches for Mitch. He's on first with no one out. Tuckett wants some insurance runs. Let's see if the Cougars can provide them here in the eighth inning. That's fouled to the screen by Sapiti. Sapiti looking for his first hit of the day. He's over yeah. 3 with a pop-up, a strikeout, and a fly-out. He hit the one to center real well. Yeah. He had runners on first and third there and uh, hit it to deep center. But uh, He has a couple streaks going. He's reached an eight straight, and he has a five-game hit streak. One of three hit streaks of five games or longer coming in two today. Mitch has already gotten his to six, and they'll check Mitch at first. Who was it? Brock has the other one? Uh, Brock, uh, let's see. Sapiti has five. Mitch was at five. I thought he had three guys at five. Maybe it was Brock. The 0 1 to Sapiti. Appeal at first and look at the call. Yeah, it is Watkins on the hit streak, by the way. It's at six. Now, uh, still staying at six, by the way. But it's reached in 12 straight. So the 1 1 to Sapiti. Check back to McIntyre at first. So Kooks have a lead base runner. Aiden Latham led off the game with a base on balls and was doubled off. Kooks lead 3-1 to one here at St. Mary's top eight. Ryan Wilt stays on the hill. Righty v. Righty on this matchup. That's curveball. Get down. Barreled it to center and caught on the run. Sprinting back to first is McIntyre. Some decent contact there, but wouldn't drop. Center fielder Mayshore makes the catch and one gone here in the top of the eighth. So Sapiti with his second flyout to center. Second consecutive flyout to center. Jacob Wilk will step in. Both his home runs have been solo shots. Including one here today in the sixth, giving BYU its three to one lead. One out, one on for BYU top eight. Curveball stays high. Pops the leather and a puff of dust out of the mitt from Mark Goulart. Ryan Wiltz just thrown his 82nd pitch in relief of Sam Bauer. Bauer went two innings in his first appearance of the year. And Wiltz has looked good the rest of the way. 
with a steady diet of filthy curveballs. The 1-0, the one out, one on for BYU. And again, a curve. This one catches the top of the zone. Hat flies off the head on cue, and one and one is the count. Mm -hmm. Yeah. BYU with a 3-1 lead. Tuck? wonder if uh, Mitch will take off here the next couple of pitches. Try to get in scoring position. Mitch 5 for 5 on the stolen base tries this year. Uh, he faked the wrong bag. That should be a ball there. They gave a warning they will, right? The warning to him, every pitcher gets one warning. And so the warning went to the to Bauer, the, the starter, in the second inning. So that's his first warning. The next time it'll be a ball. So one ball, one strike, and one out. Cougars have a base runner and Mitch McIntyre with a lead walk here in the eighth. Jacob Wilk, two for three today with two runs in the RBI coming on that foul pole home run down the left field line in the sixth. Took it from a 2-1 to a 3-1 game. The even count to Wilk. Holds the bat over his right shoulder. McIntyre takes off. The throw to second is... Not in time. Mitch McIntyre slides in head first and is now six for six on his stolen base attempts. And now a runner in scoring position for Jacob Wilk as the count goes to one and two on the take from Jake. Yeah, I thought he would go to curveball, but he went to the fastball down, but great jump by Mitch. And now Wilk has a chance to drive in a two-out run. It looks like uh, head coach is going to take this visit, so he might make a change here. Well, why would you make it with a one-two count, though? Mm. Probably just talking about, oh, that's interesting. First mound visit by a coach today, yeah, though, right? Said, and, he, and he is making the change, it looks like. All right. We'll take a 60-second break. Will it be a pitching change? Do we think Tuck Yeah, be going for it? I saw him give the signals to the umpire, but okay. yeah, it well, looks like it because Coach Pratt's coming in. So Okay. All right. They'll make a pitching change. We'll break for 60 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Pitching change for St. Mary's comes with a 1-2 count to Jacob Wilk here in the top of the eighth. BYU leading St. Mary's 3-1 here in Moraga. Hewlett pitched two innings at Cal in the midweek win for St. Mary's 10-5 in the comeback effort. And Hewlett, to close out the game, faced six batters, retired them all, three of them via the strikeout. Hewlett coming in two today, making his 11th appearance Included in his 10 previous appearances, uh, four starts uh, for Hewlett. And they've started a bunch of guys have the Gales this year. So Hewlett will start for, or rather will appear for the 11th time. His record's 2-1 on the year, 4.78 ERA. <laughs> 28 strikeouts to six bases on balls, so a better than 4-1 to one strikeout to walk ratio. I tell you what, though, to, to come in on a 1-2 count is the worst for the hitter <laughs> because you have no idea what he's going to go to here. So if you're Jake, you're just looking fastball here and then trying to adjust. So Jacob Wilk at the dish for BYU and the Cougs, a two-run lead. Jacob took it from a 2-1 to a 3-1 game in the sixth. Cougars haven't been in a, haven't been in a ton of one-run games this year. BYU's 3-1 in one-run games. Currently, it's a two-run game, and the Cougars wouldn't mind if that became something even... Larger with a 1-2 count, one out, one on. Mitch McIntyre at second, having stolen second base. And that's a take for ball one, ball two, two and two. As the first pitch delivered by Hewlett is outside away from the right-handed hitting. Jacob Wilk, Hewlett is a right-hander on the hill. So it's been three righties BYU's seen today. McIntyre at second, 
with his sixth stolen base of the year. BYU's stolen base leader, McIntyre, is a runner in scoring position. Two and two to Wilk. Mm, check swing, and that's a strikeout. So two gone for BYU in the top of the eighth. That'll bring to the plate Austin Deming. Deming with back-to-back -back singles in the second and the fourth. Flew out to right in the sixth. Two for three day for Dem. He's got five hits in his last four games. We'll need a big two-out knock right here, Dem. Austin hitting 125 with runners in scoring position. He's got one of those in Mitch McIntyre. That's strike one taken by Deming. The new pitcher, Jackson Hewlett. Hewlett uh, kind of slings it from a three-quarter angle. 6-1-180, the fifth-year senior out of El Cajon, California. Deming's first at bat did a good job of taking a slider and just hitting into the four hole. It'd be great if he could just work that four hole again. Would bring a run home with Speedy McIntyre on second. Trying to back pick McIntyre, the throw to second. Long throw for the catcher, and Mack is back. So one and one the count. Two out, and McIntyre at second. The Coop lead the Gales three to one. He called that strike, so it looks oh, like did it's 0-2. Oh, so it's 0-2 to Deming. Scoreboard showed one and one. 0-2 oh, is the count. So Deming's got to stay alive here. McIntyre has been stranded twice today at third base and at first base, and now he's at second base. The 0-2, two. two out, one on. BYU leads by two. Deming lacing it to left and will be fouled by about five yards down the left field line. Yeah, good battle Decent there. Decent contact there by Dem on the 0-2. So third pitcher of the day is Jackson Hewlett. Sam Bauer started and by design went two innings, 40 pitches, right around the limit they wanted. And then Ryan Wiltz pitched effectively into the eighth. And now Jackson Hewlett. On the hill, BYU's used one pitcher today. Jack Sterner with a season-long outing, seven complete pitched for Jack. And a new career high in strikeouts, a season high in pitch count as well for Sterner. We'll see how BYU handles the eighth. And that's a grounder to short, fire to first, and that'll do it. So it'll be a 6-3, ending BYU's eighth for BYU in the eighth. No runs, no hits, no errors. There was one runner left on. We go to the bottom of the eighth. St. Mary's trailing BYU. Cougs on top 3-1 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 3. And St. Mary's 1 is our score into the bottom of the eighth. There we go. And it's a BYU pitching change, a PZ Printing pitching change, brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. And it'll be Nate Daly on the hill for the Cougs. Nate's made four starts. Now coming out of the pen, it'll be his 10th appearance. Nate, 4.35 ERA with his 0-3 record. Hitters batting 221 against him. His strikeout-to-walk ratio better than 3-1 to at 25 Ks to seven bases on balls. Nate has given up 17 hits in 20 and two-thirds innings pitched. Good solid day for Jack Sterner, though. Seven complete for Jack. Yes, it was a great start for Jack. Looks like they're going to pinch hit number 12 as well. So a pinch hitter for St. Mary's is Javi Espinosa. Left-handed bat to face the righty Daly. Daly's first pitch is a ball to Espinosa. Pinch hitting for Trey Wingett. 
So a left-handed bat stays in the seven hole. Winget now replaced by Espinoza. Two balls on the first two pitches delivered by Daly. Got a little fake bun action there just to see a strike. Scoreboard shows 1-0, but it's 2-0 the count to Espinoza. That's taken for strike one, two and one to Javi Espinosa hitting 222 on the year. Ten hits, four of them for RBI. Four RBI in the ten hits. It's the catch two and one. Scoreboard's off a ball. The kick and fire from Nate. That's high for ball three. So three balls and one strike to Javier Espinosa, the pinch hitter here for St. Mary's in the bottom of the eighth. Going to keep the Gales off the base pass here. A two-run lead. Yeah, you don't want to give up free bases here. The 2-1. The 3-1, beg your pardon. That's a swing and a strike. It's a foul tip strike back to the screen. The count is full. Scoreboard shows two balls, two strikes, but it is three balls and two strikes. No one out. And the leadoff hitter here in the eighth is Javi Espinosa for St. Mary's. Gales trail 3-1. to one. Go right at him here, Nate. Cougs have had some squirrely eighth innings this year. I want to see them get out of this one clean here. Get to the ninth with a solid lead. It's 3-1, to one, BYU on top. Good pitch. And that's a strikeout. Caught back. looking back is Espinosa. Yeah. And Jack came back from, I think he, he was 2-0, wasn't he? Uh, it was 3-1, too. Yeah, 3-1, yeah. 2-0 and 3-1 to strike him out. So... The first plate appearance for Javi Javi Espinosa is a strikeout for Nate Daly. And so one gone here in the bottom of the eighth. And for BYU pitchers, if you want to include Sterner's Day and tack it on to what Daly just did, that's 11 Ks on the day. Jack Sterner career high 10 Ks, and that's strike one to Dalton Mayshore. Singled and doubled in his two plate appearances. An RBI double in the fifth for the Gales' lone run on the day. Nice little 93 on there. Fastball in the corner right there. The 0-1, the bunt, foul to 0-2. It's a slider there. He tried to push bunt. Just pushes it foul. St. Mary's four hits on the day and two of them from this guy. Dalton Mayshore. Again, a father and a grandfather, both big leaguers. The 0-2 to Mayshore, looking to stay alive in the count. And does stay alive by fouling it out. The question is, did you have to look it up, or did you already know the grandfather was an expo? Uh, I, no, I did not know that. <laughs> I, I was told, and I thought, well, now I've got to reach into my childhood memories to see if that name kind of ran into my brain at some point and stu stuck, or stuck around somewhere. 0-2. Good pitch. And that's another strikeout, a swinging strikeout this time. So a caught looking and a swinging for the Gales' two uh, first outs here in the bottom of the eighth. Wing it down on the backwards K, Mayshore on the frontwards K, bringing up Mark Goulart. Well, they'll pinch hit for Goulart. So in the nine hole, they'll go to Blake McDonald hitting 306 on the year. So Blake McDonald in for Goulart. And on deck, he's the top of the order in Christopher Campos. So with a two-run lead, Cougars looking to get out of the eighth without the top of the order coming to bat for St. Mary's. And that's a take and strike one. 
So Nate Daly just threw his 11th pitch. He's got two strikeouts in the first two batters he faces, and that's another swinging strikeout now. Yeah. Nate's ahead 0-2. Yeah, 95 right there on the fastball down. Good pitch. So Nate's thrown 12 pitches, nine for strikes. And that's grounded, and that will be up the middle. A single, a base hit to center field for McDonald. It'll bring the top of the order and the tying run to the plate for St. Mary's. So from 0-2 to a sharp single between short and second. Yeah, that slider had one too on. much of the plate there, 0-2. you got to bury that one. So Christopher Campos on an 0-3 day with a ground out, a line out, and a ground out. And there'll be a pinch runner for McDonald. So pinch running. Will be Coleman Schmidt. Christopher Campos will face Daly with Schmidt now, a pinch runner at first. Empty count, one on and two out. And that's fouled for strike one. Back to the screen. Always nice to get ahead of these type hitters. Always make me nervous late in the game because he's 0 for 3 and he's uh, it's not common for him. Coleman Schmidt, by the way, on the base paths, 2 for 4 on his stolen base attempts. The 0-1 as Daly glances back at Schmidt's direction. We're at the bottom of the 8th, BYU 3, St. Mary's 1. The 0-1 to Campos, 0-2. So Nathan ahead of... Another hitter 0-2 here as Campos takes. Now, reminder, 19th toughest guy to strike out nationally is Christian Campos. And Nate's got him an 0-2 hole. Yeah, a little 95 for strike two just painted on the black. If you're going to throw that slider, throw it down this time. Don't hang it. Greg Rubel, Tuckett Slade with you in Moraga. The 0-2 from Daly to Campos. Runner on first, tying run at the plate. That's the one, good. And that's in the dirt, handled by Reuter. One ball, two strikes. Just nothing Campos could do anything with on that one. Yeah, right? no, yep. that's the one. Hey, if he swings at it, great. If not, you block it and go to the next one. Now you go to your best pitch right here. One ball, two strikes. Is there a wipeout pitch for Nate Daly here? And there it is. By him. One of the 96. toughest guys to strike out <laughs> in the country, and he gets some swinging. And so for all three outs for BYU in the bottom of the eighth, they come via the K. One backwards, two frontwards. We go to the ninth for St. Mary's in the bottom of the eighth. No runs on one hit, no errors. One was left on. BYU three, St. Mary's one, top nine next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, Cougars hoping a couple of trends hold for three more outs. BYU 11-0 taking a lead to the ninth. And St. Mary's 0-10 taking a deficit to the ninth. BYU 3, St. Mary's 1. Top nine we go. And Brock Watkins at the plate. Brock reaching on a fielder's choice in the second. Flying out to right in the fourth. Striking out in the sixth. Has a six-game hit streak going. Looking to extend that. He's already extended his 12-game reach streak. Brock hits with no one out, and BYU leading by two. Here at Louis Gisto Field in Moraga, California, on the St. Mary's College campus. That's one and one now, the count to Brock Watkins. Beautiful campus. The outfield lined with trees. It's just hidden. 
right here in the yep. <laughs> just woods. tucked in yeah in a grove here it's such a beautiful campus and strike call strike two on brock the athletics facilities are all you know tucked into little woodsy corners and just a beautiful place to play ball and be out on a sunny mid-60s afternoon the wind picking up as you can hear in our field microphone Brock hits it in the air to right. Hit well. Into hit the well. wind. Back to the wall. And off the wall. Hey. Brock will have a double. It'll be a stand-up double for BYU's Brock Watkins. He extends his hit streak. Does Brock to seven games. And BYU has a leadoff runner in the top of the ninth inning. BYU leading by two, three to one. And Brock is on second with a double to right center. Yeah, nice. That's a, we've only had, what, three leadoffs in the whole day, I think, right? Uh, or Latham uh, led off the first. And then in the third, yeah, not a leadoff. It was the, yeah, the, uh, Wilkes leadoff yep. in the sixth. And that was, uh, yeah. that was it, right? Yeah, so yeah. the third one. Colin Ruder now hits with a runner in scoring position. 188 is his number with a runner in scoring position. Yeah, and here you're just trying to get Brock to third with one out. That's could, the least what you're trying to do here, Greg. Yeah. It would be and nice to drive him in, but just get him to third and, and give Ozzy a chance to uh, add on and, and the run and here. The Kooks excel in that situation, Tuckett. They have a 6-10 RBI rate with runners on third and less than two out this year. Yeah, that's it's a awesome. really good number. Yeah. Empty count to Reuter. Lays it down. Oh, Brock. Brock didn't go. He didn't. And so, pitcher to first base on the, uh, the bunt ground out, and yeah. you would think it was a sacrifice yeah. well, situation. The, the only, yeah, the only thing I can think of is that Brock thought it was hit, bunted too hard back to the pitcher. And that he would have got him thrown thrown third. Out. Yeah. But uh, uh, tough read there because the, the, the pitcher looked right to first. He didn't even look to third. Mm. So the sack attempt ends up with only a ground out for Reuter. Little on executions, one little executions that you gotta find a way. So now it's one out, runner remains in scoring position for Ozzie Pratt, left-handed bat against the righty Jackson Hewlett. BYU three, St. Mary's one, just getting a runner to third with one out. Such a big thing to do here with a two-run lead, yet Watkins stays at second. That's inside, but enough of the edge to be strike one. So you'd have to think, is that you think Brock was thinking that he's yeah, that was I think just it too was sharp? Just, it was a one one hopper right back to the pitcher. He thought, hey, I'm going to get thrown out of third. I'm, I better be just safe and sorry here and stay at second. But like you said, it may not be what the pitcher was thinking yeah. because he didn't look that he was way. He just right? trying to get him out. So the 0-1 now to Pratt. Ozzie in an 0 for 3 day. And slices that to the screen above the St. Mary's dugout. 0-2. It's just the... Uh, little things in these games, Greg. I mean, obviously we have a two-run lead, but a three-run lead with Reed coming in in the bottom of the ninth is, is where you want to be. Yeah. Well, you still got two chances here, two outs to, to yep. drive in that run. Just one gone here in the top of the ninth. BYU 3, St. Mary's 1, the 0-2 count to Ozzie Pratt. Looking to get on base for the first time today. And fouls it to the screen again. So, count stays 0-2. Got to put the ball in play on the ground, Ozzy, and try to run. I'd love him here just to slap a single in the six hole. The left fielder's playing really shallow, so anything hit there might be hard for Brock to score. Pratt facing 
Hewlett. No balls, two strikes, one out, one on. The one on is Watkins at second after a leadoff double. And that's a take by Ozzie for ball one. Reed McLaughlin, by the way, 1-0 on the year. Five saves on the year. A 1.42 ERA. Batter sitting 234 against him. BYU's saves leader, Reed McLaughlin. Maybe the next pitcher we see. The one-two, chopped. Get going, Ozzie. Backhanded by the second baseman. Good speed by Pratt. And do they get him? They do at first base. That's a really good play. That's a really good play right there, Greg. That's a backhand second baseman with Ozzie running. Bang, bang, he gets the call. Napier backhanded, spun and fired, and gets the speedy Ozzie Pratt at first. It'll allow Watkins to advance. So the 4-3 ground out. Will advance Watkins to third. The fourth run is 90 feet away for BYU. The Cougs have stranded six today. Come on, Hayden. Hayden Latham, top of the order, is hitting. 0 for 3 with a walk. Couple of Ks. That's a swinging strike for Hayden, top of the order. So 0 and 1 to Latham. Two out, top nine, BYU three and St. Mary's one. We're back here tomorrow and Saturday. One o'clock Pacific time, two o'clock Mountain time. First pitches both days. And the 0-1 is taken for ball one. One ball, one strike. It'll be Torek for St. Mary's and Brady for BYU tomorrow. As Jansen Kiesel slides into a Saturday start. The 1-1 count, two out to Latham. Jackson Hewlett. Step off. Latham will step out. Brock Watkins is at third base. Watkins extending his hit streak to seven games with that leadoff double here in the ninth. He scored BYU's second run in the second inning. That's low and away for ball two. Two balls and a strike to Latham. Well, Latham's been really good this year with runners in scoring position. One of our top guys. 321 with runners in scoring position and hitting it well. Coming in two today. Last five games hitting 444 with five runs and three RBI. Tied for third in RBI on the team. Looking for his first hit of the day. It would bring home the fourth run if he gets it here in the ninth. Mm, and that's, that's the pitch. That's a take for strike two. Yeah, you get that little backed up slider that just stays over the middle of the plate. You just put a good swing on that one. You probably hit a double down the line. Laid off it, and it evens the count. Two balls, two strikes, two out, two run lead for BYU in the top of the ninth. It's the wind blowing out to center. Battle Watkins here. takes his lead off third. Latham swings and chops it foul down the third base line. Count stays at two and two. Latham's at his best, Greg, when he's going middle to right center. When he works that way is when his swing's just perfect. Mm. When he gets a little pull happy is when he just gets a rollover. Let's go! The two-two. Coming set is Hewlett. The kick and fire. Foul ball to the backstop. Both teams have played error-free defense today. BYU three runs on nine hits, no errors. St. Mary's one run on five hits, no errors. Latham waggles the bat over his right shoulder. Right-handed batter, righty thrower. The 2-2 and Ooh. a call 
called strike. It's caught looking for Hayden Latham, and the Cougs are done in the top of the ninth for BYU. No runs on one hit. There were no errors. A runner was left on. We go bottom nine. BYU with a two-run lead. 3-1 over the Gales on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. It's PZ Printing pitching change for BYU brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. And it is indeed Reed McLaughlin's game to save for BYU. Cougs three and Gales one. We go bottom ninth here in Moraga. Well, it's been a while, Greg, since he's had an opportunity to have a save opportunity. He had five early in the year, yes. and then it's been a couple of weeks since he's had a chance. If I recall, it feels like it's been like three weeks. His last save came in the first game against Oklahoma State. Yeah. So it's been exactly three, three weeks. weeks. From today, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the Thursday game down at Globe Life Field in Arlington. Greg Grubel and BYU Baseball Operations Director Tuckett Slade with you. Cooks look to get the series opener. And Reed has some good hitters to go through, starting with Nathan Chong. And Chong will think he's due 0 for 3 today with three strikeouts. The batting average leader also leads in doubles, triples, total bases, and slugging percentage. Nathan Chong, the right-handed bat against the righty Reed McLaughlin. Chong, a 5.20 on base percentage, 5.26 leading off. And he leads off the ninth, but he's behind 0-2 yep. now to Reed McLaughlin. 93, fouled straight back. He struggled today, three punchies. Yep. Let's go for that sombrero right here, Reed. Three swinging strikeouts. And BYU, as a staff, has 13 Ks on the day. That's the most since the second game against Marshall more than a month and a half ago. And it's oh, oh, oh. ball one outside edge. He laid off, and it's one and two the count. So the Kooks, 13 Ks on the day, 15 in the first game against Marshall, 14 in the second game against Marshall that opening weekend. Nothing that high since till today, 13 for BYU pitchers. The 1-2. Yes, he did. Check that. Did he go? Yep. Yes. The appeal at first, and that's strikeout number 14 on the day as Chong is down on strikes for the fourth time today. That is four swinging strikeouts for Nathan Chong, and the BYU pitchers have their 14th strikeout of the day. BYU's season high is 15, and they've got two chances to get that, but more importantly, two more outs are what they need to get a two-run win here in Moraga. And that's a dribbler foul down the first baseline from Christian Almanza. No balls and a strike to Almanza. BYU's got one out here in the bottom of the ninth. BYU three, St. Mary's one. And that is remarkable that the uh, Gales batting average leader should go down on four yeah. swinging strikeouts today. 0-1. And that's laced well. to right center. McIntyre gives chase. We'll take it off the bottom of the wall. It rolls away from McIntyre. He'll collect and fire in. It will keep Almanza at second. It's a one-out double to right center for St. Mary's. And the tying run will come to the plate again. They've been in a situation a few times. Yeah. Chris Santiago will step to the plate. As it's a double to the gap in right for Almanza, his first hit of the day. And the Gales have a runner in scoring position and the tying run coming to the plate with BYU leading it 3-1. to one. Yeah, with BYU the, saves leader on the hill. It's the runner that's at the plate right now that matters. The guy at second, don't worry about him. Go get the batter. The defense, you're playing no doubles here. 
not letting him get in scoring position. Santiago with Napier on deck. Santiago today, strikeout, flyout, ground out. BYU three, St. Mary's one, bottom nine, one gone and one on for the Gales. That's Reed's first 20-second uh, warning there. And the warning is four? Just the count, just the count? Yeah. The straight clock count? Yep. Santiago with the dish. He'll take down the middle for strike one. So piped in there. The first strike in the count to Santiago. Righty on the hill, righty in the box. McLaughlin looks back at second. And that's oh, hit no. well to left center. It's in the gap, and it is oh, wow. over the yellow line. Off the netting, that's going to be a game-tying two-run home run. So back-to-back -to, -back to balls laced. One to the power alley and right for a double, and one to the alley and left for a home run. There's netting above the yellow line, and it was over the yellow line by a couple of feet, and just like that tie ball game. Yeah, and that's why that run last inning, right, was so important that we get that insurance run. And, oh, man, Reed hangs a slider, and this game is tied. Yeah, BYU's leadoff double in the ninth did not come home. And it's a tie ball game now in the bottom of the ninth. A two-run shot for Chris Santiago. And we are tied at three with still one out. Well, Reed, put up some put up back-to-backs out here and give your offense a chance in the 10th. BYU's not played an extra inning game this year. That's chop foul on a 1-0 count. One ball, one strike. BYU three, St. Mary's three now, bottom nine. Cougs got the first out via strikeout. Then Almanza with a double to right and Santiago the homer to left. And that's striped, that'll be a base hit to the left field corner. It'll roll to the wall, Latham will handle, it's another double. Three extra base hits in the ninth inning here given up by Reed McLaughlin and BYU. And St. Mary's with one out now brings the winning run to second base. On another double here in the ninth, Napier lacing yeah. it to the left field corner. Yeah, he's not missing barrels right now. All three of those, double home run, double fastballs down the middle. St. Mary's had five hits through eight innings. They have three hits in this inning. Double, home run, and double. And it'll bring Blake Mann to the plate. We're now tied at three. And now you're playing completely different positioning in the outfield. You have to be in throwout depth. Mm -hmm. Conferencing with Reed McLaughlin is Colin Reuter. McLaughlin hands on hips, wipes the sweat off his brow, and resets here. Looking to get BYU to extras. Blake Mann at the plate. Reed McLaughlin on the hill. And the winning run is at second base in Gavin Napier. Napier's second hit of the day. Follows a two-run home run for Chris Santiago that ties the game at three. Santiago's sixth home run of the year. Ties Almanza for the team lead. And Mike Little will come on out. 
He's going to go to a uh, pitching change here. So pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. BYU pitching change, new man on the hill for the Cougs after this 60-second break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Two runs here in the bottom of the ninth for St. Mary's who tied the game at three. And a new pitcher for BYU, it's Cooper McKeon. First southpaw that BYU throws today. McKeon on the hill now in a 3-3 ball game. Cougs led 3-1 into the bottom of the ninth. Got the first batter in the ninth. Nathan Chong on a swinging strikeout. Then a double, a two-run home run, and a double in back-to-back-to-back batters for St. Mary's. And with Gavin Napier on second base being the winning run, it'll be Blake Mann to face Cooper McKeon. Greg Grubel, Tuckett Slade with you here in Moraga. The Gales came back from down 5-2 to win at Cal, 10-5 on Tuesday, looking to come back from down two late against BYU, but it's a tie, tie ball game currently. Cooper McKeon making his 10th appearance. He's pitched eight and two-thirds, has given up just one run in his eight and two-thirds innings, given up three hits. A little better than two-to-one strikeout-to-walk ratio at 13 Ks to six free passes. Blake Mann singled and scored the Gales' first run in the fifth. That was the only run for St. Mary's till the bottom of the ninth. They've scored two to tie the game at three. Yeah, and these are just the opportunities that we haven't faced this year, right? This is uh, something that hasn't happened yet, and uh, Coop's in a tough situation here. Trying to get this game to extras. That's something that hasn't happened yet this season is extra innings. St. Mary's has played two. They're one and one in extra innings. Empty count, one out. And that's foul to the backstop. First pitch that Mann sees is striped back to the screen for strike one. Fourth pitcher of the day, Sterner. Seven strong innings in his season-long outing. His high pitch count and his career-high strikeout number at 10. Followed by Daly, McLaughlin, and now McKeon. McLaughlin saw a save opportunity go begging here in the ninth. The 0-1 to Mann. One out, one on. Cougs and Gales tied at three. McKeon kicks and fires, and it's oh, a swinging strike that gets away from Reuter, and it'll bring the winning yeah. run to third base, and now a fly ball could win the game for St. Mary's. Yeah, just a filthy breaking ball in the dirt. Colin blocks it, but it ricochets off to the right. Runner moves up to third, so now the infield's playing in here, looking for a full strikeout here, and, and uh, Reuter has to block everything. So the winning run at third and Gavin, Gavin Napier and Blake Mann facing the 0-2 now. Open stance against McKeon. And that's chopped foul down the third base line. The grounder keeps it 0-2. So the wild pitch from, from McKeon brings the winning run to third. BYU with a 3-1 lead coming to the bottom of the ninth. Two across and still only one out. Napier on third, man facing the 0-2. Can Coop take the sacrifice flat of play here? Looking for a strikeout or a pop-up in the infield. McKeon bends at the waist. The southpaw comes set. Napier off third. And that's another chop grounder foul down the third base line. Count stays 0-2. Gales looking for their first league win. 0-6 in conference play coming into today. BYU was 2-4. Coop 
Cougs have an excellent true away record at six and two. They led by two to the bottom of the ninth. The Gales have come back to square it. Can the Cougars take it? Two extras. No balls, two strikes to Blake Mann. The right-hander man takes high and away for ball one. Good, just showing fastball there, see if you get him to chase. Lays off for the first ball. BYU looking to even its daytime record. It's seven and seven. Every game that St. Mary's plays in Moraga is a day game. No lights available here at Louis Gisto Field. The one-two with one out and one on. The one on is Napier, 90 feet away. He's at third base with the winning run. The would-be, the one-two. Again, chop foul on the ground. He's battling that curveball, doing a really good job. That's the, three, that's the third pitch fouled off to the St. Mary's dugout, dribbling out of the batter's box. The Gales in their white pinstripe uniforms. BYU in the all grays today. It's one ball and two strikes to the Gales right fielder. Blake Mann, one for three on the day. Hit into a 6-4-3 DP in his last at-bat. Opens that stance. His inside foot kicked out, and he'll swing yes, and miss. Yes, That's a big, him. big out, a strikeout for Cooper McKeon and BYU. So Mann is down on strikes. Still and work with to two be outs. done, though. Still work to be done here, Coop. Nick Mistoni will pinch hit for Javi Espinosa. Ruder has to be a wall, can't let a pass ball happen. Cooper's got to bear down here and get this to extras. You, so got the, you got the tough one, but now you still got to work. Nick Mistoni, the right-handed bat, will face the lefty Cooper McKeon. Mistoni hitting 290 on the year. Empty count, two out, one on, tie ball game. Good. Pipe down the middle for strike one by McKeon. Base runner at third is uh, Napier, and he's uh, trying to cause Cooper to balk there. He's fake stealing right there. 18 hits in 22 games played for Mistoni. The 0-1 to Mistoni. Cooper McKeon on the hill, holds the bat high above his right shoulder and takes away. Uh, Ruder had to leave his crouch, but blocks and on a ball outside and away. It's one and one. One ball, one strike, two out. Cook's two-run lead gone here in the ninth, but looking to get it to extras for the first time this year. Cooper's going to call for timeout, ask for a ball change. Yeah, just wants a new ball. He's the boss right now. <laughs> so the lefty, Cooper McKeon. Looking to take BYU to the 10th. BYU three runs, nine hits. St. Mary's three runs, eight hits. Three of the eight coming here in the bottom of the ninth. The 1-1 from McKeon to Mistoni. That's a breaking ball, stays high for two balls and a strike. Gavin Napier's the would-be winning run at third. Both of BYU's outs, strikeouts here in the ninth, but they sandwich a double, a home run, and a double. Season high in K's today for BYU is that's away for ball three. Well, you don't have to give in here, Greg, because, hey, you've got first base open, right? The runner on third is what matters. So don't just give in 3-1. Throw your best pitch here. Three balls, one strike, two out. Tie ball game, 3-3, three, three, bottom nine. 
Napier's at third. The left-hander McKeon winds up and delivers. Oh, no. The swinging really? strike. It gets really? away from Colin Reuter. And the winning run scores. On what would have been a strikeout to get BYU to extra innings, the ball gets away from the catcher, Reuter. And St. Mary's has the winning run. Scampering in from third is Napier as the ball got away from Reuter. Mistoni swung and missed. But St. Mary's does not miss in the comeback attempt. They score three in the bottom of the ninth, defeat BYU by a score of four to three. A pitch that gets away, a wild pitch, the way it's scored, two wild pitches in the ninth. Helps St. Mary's come back to win it. Four to three. It's a wild pitch walk-off, and the Gales win it. Post-game coverage starts next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.